This is episode 10 of Future Paisley Podcast. Hello and welcome to the Future Paisley Podcast, episode 10. This week, we are lucky to be joined by Shona Paul from Glasgow School of Art and Gemma Fraser from Castlehead High School. And I'll pass over now to let you both make fuller introductions. Thanks for joining us. Thanks, Craig. Uh, my name's Shona Paul and I'm the Head of Professional and Continuing Education at the Glasgow School of Art. Uh, my department's responsible for a lot of the relationships with schools in the west coast of Scotland and working with uh, mainly senior phase pupils but throughout um, the high school uh, years um, to introduce students to creative disciplines, creative subjects and the possibility of uh, going on to uh, study creative subjects in further and and higher education. Uh, Gemma? Hi, so um, my name is Gemma Fraser. I'm an art and design teacher at Castlehead High School in Paisley. I've worked there for five years now part of an excellent team of five art and design teachers and together we form a faculty with um, the design sorry the design faculty with the technical department and um, I'm really lucky to be the link teacher between the Glasgow School of Art and Castlehead High School. It's um, I'm really lucky to have this opportunity because what it does is it frees up some time for me on my timetable to work on things with Shona and the partnership and also still get to do what I love doing which is teaching. Um, so, thinking back to, to how all this started, um, if you remember when Paisley um, put in its excellent bid um, a few years ago to be the um, City of Culture in 2021, uh, that would have been next year, um, the then director of the Glasgow School of Art, Professor Tom Inns, um, sat on, on the board that was putting the bid together and he came back into the institution and was very clear that he would like GSA to participate, not just at a board level um, on the bid itself, but actually to, to be a core part of the proposal and for us to think of something that we could put into the bid jointly with uh, Renfrewshire Council um, that would be not just um, a short-term initiative, but something that could be long-term, could be core to the proposal and also something that would have quite a, a strong impact on the community and the people that um, lived within Paisley. Given my interests and, and where I sat within the department, um, we had um, discussions with the, the council and internally at GSA, and that's when the idea of a uh, working with the schools in particular in the development of a creative um, school, a creative high school, uh, came about. Um, and we were quite clear from the, the beginning that we wanted this to be something that, that was going to have an impact. And it would also have an impact on the Glasgow School of Art. It wasn't just one way, it was to be a true partnership. And it was to be something that was there for the long term. Um, even if, um, as subsequently happened, um, the bid um, wasn't successful, this part of the bid was something that we decided that we were wanting to still take forward. And we were very, very clear about that. It, this was going to happen regardless um, of, of the bid itself. Um, and we were very committed to this from the outset. And I've, I do remember it was one of those kind of meetings that you left after 45 minutes and it was kind of quite palpable, the kind of excitement that there all was, that, that this was something that could be really, really exciting and really interesting um, for both partners. 
Um, it was the council itself that um, suggested Castlehead um, High School. Um, it had a strong track record of being innovative and uh, partnering with uh, different people. It was a, um, a Scottish football academy, I think. It, was, it had done other things. It was in the heart of, of Paisley itself and also was close to communities that we might also want to outreach to and, and to work with, such as Fergusley Park. Um, so it was the council themselves who identified Castlehead and certainly um, from the first meeting um, with um, the staff at Castlehead, including uh, the head teacher, uh, Martin MacDonald, we were quite clear that the school really wanted to be involved in this and this wasn't them being told by the, the local authority that this was something that they should do. Again, there was an excitement about the partnership and there was an excitement about taking this forward. Um, and so Castlehead um, came about as the identified school with, within that way. So in terms of, as Shona said, the partnership was formed kind of late 2017. I only actually came on board as the link teacher in 2019. I think they thought actually we need somebody dedicated to this. So my aim uh, kind of really is to promote creativity throughout the school. We, um, as a partnership, myself and Shona, have come up with um, a definition for creativity as the capacity to generate ideas, to create and make using technical and practical skills. We want the pupils to be looking at things with fresh eyes, examining problems with an open mind, making connections. We're really keen to you know, push that you learn from your mistakes. That's something that our school is very much about um, promoting, using imagination to explore new possibilities. It's not anything new really in the day-to-day -day running of the school and in the lessons, but it's really about having creativity as a kind of forefront, as a key drive. We want to um, kind of put creativity at the heart of what we do, not only in like the art and music departments, but around the whole school. Um, the key skills that we push for the pupils to learn are curiosity, open-mindedness, imagination and problem-solving. And we really do hope to be known soon as the School of Creativity in Renfrewshire. As you get your Bella Houston is known for sport, you've got Douglas Academy for music and Knightswood for dance. Why can't we be the School of Creativity in Renfrewshire? So, so far, the kind of things that we've done is we put a um, big push on the skill of weaving, obviously very relevant to Paisley and its history in the textile industry. So we got a local link with the Paisley Museum and they gave us one of their looms on loan. Uh, so what we did with that was we produced the Castlehead cloth, and that's got over 100 participants from S1 to S6, with Martin McDonald, the head teacher, even doing a wee bit of weaving. And um, it's now proudly displayed at the kind of office of the school, this big piece of cloth that we've contributed towards um, and made. And we were lucky to have actually a GSA graduate as a weaver in re residence who was able to kind of obviously teach us the skills and things. We were uh, due to actually visit the textile department at Glasgow School of Art and see, you know, all the looms and the facilities they have there. But unfortunately, that had to get cancelled. Uh, something, though, that we can maybe take forward myself and Shona, even having other kind of specialists in residence, maybe a graphic designer or, you know, a, a fine, fine artist or something. So it's something that we could, of course, expand upon. We've also been able to introduce into the art department a new course expanding the curriculum and the choices available for the pupils which is obviously really really key. Uh, this course is called Creative Industries and the first year we ran it in 2019 we had 15 pupils pass. 
Uh, last, sorry, this year, 2020, we had 36 pupils pass. And currently there are 29 pupils um, sitting this course. So you can see it has really grown arms and legs. It's a very, very popular choice. Uh, the thing about it is, is it's about the process that the pupils go through. It's not about them being the best artist or the designer. It's about them learning about the creative industries such as interior design, fashion, jewellery, uh, game design. And GSA were um, great in that they got their uh, careers advisor, Leslie Black, to come in and speak to the pupils about, you know, jobs and opportunities in these industries. So that was a, a really, really beneficial thing that we got from the link. Uh, also, we able to organise guest speakers and trips and things. And GSA were going to sponsor the pupils' exhibition for this event. But unfortunately, it couldn't happen this year. It sounds like such an ideal partnership. And I think interesting to hear, Shona, you speak about the excitement of having left the 45-minute meeting feeling that there's a real potential here and Gemma balanced with it, it doesn't sound like you you're not in a position where you've had to adopt new practice or new ideals that this already fits and marries with what you have always done as a as a school and as educators and as people how how, how has that been that 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 gelling of both um, I think what we found is that we're often aiming to do the same thing. We may talk slightly different language and it, we may call it something slightly different, but actually when we're in a room and we're all talking about it, we are actually all trying to get to the same point and to, to help to develop the creative and the thinking skills within uh, the young people that we're all working with. Um, and I think it's that kind of joint commitment to the uh, people and the pupils um, within Castlehead and their families in the wider community um, that just we've got the same kind of values and the same kind of um, values inspire what it is that we do and as Gemma said um, although we might want to be um, developing um, curriculum and students to, to take hires and to um, progress on to creative careers um, that it's not just about that it's very much about the kind of problem solving, uh, the creative thinking skills. What a GSA we refer to as studio-based learning, but that is about problem solving. It's about working together, team working. It's about learning through making and learning through doing. And so a lot of the kind of curriculum already in Castlehead was doing that. And they weren't referring to it as studio-based learning. So, But that's what we were. So that language was, was something that we had to kind of get over a bit. Um, and, and once we got over that, we, we were actually trying to do the same thing. And we were trying to improve the progression and attainment of the young people at the school. Um, Shona, I know that um, there, you've had some chat about the so the, the parliamentary event at Glasgow School of Art. Is that something that you could you could tell us about? Yeah, um, I think what there has been um, has been a, a wider recognition outside of um, just the the school and the partnership itself and GSA. Um, there's been a lot of recognition very quickly for the work it is that we're trying to do and where we're trying to take this partnership. Um, earlier this year, literally just before lockdown in February, um, University Scotland, which is the joint body of all the universities um, across Scotland, um, hosted a parliamentary reception um, and the theme was community. And it was to try and highlight two um, MSPs that universities and higher educators in Scotland um, had strong commitments to their communities 
and every institution was represented. Um, and from the outset, GSA um, decided to to ask Castlehead if they would accompany us to the reception. And we had the programme and the, the work that we're doing was incredibly well received. Uh, we were able to, to introduce the work to um, a number of the people who work um, specifically in education policy, some of the researchers of the MSPs, also uh, the local MSP for Paisley itself. Um, he was there. Um, and so we had a lot of interest from other universities and uh, other education providers in the project. So, again, it was just a way um, of highlighting not just the work that GSA was doing with its community as far as um, Castlehead went, um, but just the wider relationship that, that universities have in relation to, to working with um, external organisations and external community members. Um, but it was a very well-received project and it got a lot of attention from people on the night and we were kind of very gratified about that. And having ourselves and Gemma was there and the head teacher was there, we could tell the story from all the different perspectives and I think that was well received by the MSPs that were there. Jim, I know that another thing that that that, that has been specific to you in, in this relationship as well, the uh, creativity week, which sounds like it's you know born of this uh, amazing relationship. It'd be interesting to hear some about that. Absolutely. Um, so creativity week was due to take place in May of this year, and unfortunately couldn't happen. But the idea was that I get emails from maths teachers promoting numeracy week, the English department sporting literacy week. So I thought, why not put creativity in the spotlight? And it was meant to be kind of our big launch as the School of Creativity. Actually, at the event, um, Shona was just talking about the parliamentary event, we invited John Swinney, our education secretary, to attend the school. And he seemed really keen. Obviously, I don't know if he was going to commit, but he got got a lot on his hands now um, but it would have been a really a really good event so what I'd done is I'd worked with Shona and the teams at Glasgow School of Art to deliver a week-long creative learning experience for all of our S1 to S3 pupils we didn't obviously go with the senior phase because of what we thought they'd have their exams to focus on turns out not so much um, but we were due to include doing like an indoor mural in the school something you know lasting we were going to be building and constructing an outdoor learning space for the pupils to use, using recycled materials. And not only was the plan for the Glasgow School of Art to come to us with their specialist tutors, you know, people who were obviously really good at all these kind of things to deliver exciting and active learning for the pupils. Our S1 and S2 pupils were due to go to two, sorry, go for two days to Glasgow School of Art as they'd done previous on previous years. And these have been fantastic trips that the pupils have really taken a lot from. They've done things like teamwork and building bridges and um, learning just new craft and skills that we can't unfortunately offer in the school. Um, so the plans were as well were for staff development days. And this is actually something that myself and Shona can still you know, focus on now because it is something we could maybe do virtually. Uh, the training days for staff were to roll out strategies and creative learning techniques we're ultimately all using the creativity skills of curiosity, open-mindedness, imagination and problem-solving in lessons already. But we're, so we're not asking the staff to do anything different, but really just highlight the importance of these skills. We're very aware, I think both of us and everybody who's involved in the partnership, that it won't work unless all the staff are really engaged and committed and on board. 
but we're lucky to have such a great staff and as Shona said, an excellent head teacher who really does see the value in all of this. We hope that we could maybe become like a model that other schools could learn from and share good practice. Maybe like other um, other kind of higher establishments, like, you know, other universities could form a link with a, a school on the back of this. You don't know. It's, in my opinion, there's no negatives on it. It focuses on giving young people the best opportunities to reach their potential. We were actually due to present at the Scottish Learning Festival at the SECC this year and kind of tell everybody about what we're doing. But obviously, maybe we could do that in future. And I think it's key to note that it's not just about Castlehead. We're keen for other, all the kind of high schools in Renfrewshire and all the primary schools to kind of benefit from this partnership once we kind of really get it up and running. Yeah, we think there's potential. I mean, creativity is at the core for what so many young people are going to require um, when they move into the job market, even if it's not creative jobs, having creativity um, at the core of their kind of thinking skills. Um, uh, as Gemma said, the kind of problem solving, etc., um, is, is really quite key to, to people moving forward. The creative industries themselves are, you know, employ more people in Scotland than the, the energy sector, for instance. So there are jobs within the creative economy, but there are so many other jobs that require elements of creativity within them so it's developing uh, young people for the future labour market and but also for their own kind of cultural well-being um, and for engaging in um, culture and within the arts in the future um, the I think the evidence shows that um, there's higher rates of health and well-being um, from those people who engage in the arts and culture from a young age and so it's that kind of roundedness that we want to to develop um, from the work that we're doing i think it just sounds like such an inspiring partnership and just uh, you touched on something just at the end there shona uh, i wanted to mention i think it's wonderful to provide these practical experiences and support for young people into industry they might not have thought about before but something that we're uh, asking us that we're quite passionate about about removing barriers to culture this must you know have such an impact and making things feel more accessible, um, easier to engage with, uh, whether it be theatre, you know, the things that are traditionally for, you know, uh, teenagers, it's not the first port of call all the time. Absolutely. And but even um, coming through, to, as Gemma said, um, you know, all the S1 and S2 pupils have, have been through to the Glasgow School of Art that was something that they wouldn't have done before. That was something that was so unattainable, uh, you know, th this kind of big scary place um, in the middle of Glasgow. And so even breaking down quite physical barriers and making sure that people can get through the door and see that it's an accessible place. We even um, we were invited to talk at an event and we met a pupil's mother um, and we invited, she was beginning to um, develop her own skills within art and had started taking some drawing classes. Um, so we invited her to one of the summer schools that we have at GSA and she she came along for a week and was able to um, to work with, with other adults who were all developing their kind of skills, but not just from Glasgow. There was someone there from the States, there was someone there from um, the south of England, all just there as a kind of small group um, at Glasgow School of Art for a week. And so we were able to start taking those things outside the immediate school to kind of family and, and members of the community. I think that, you know, the, the this view of creativity on a, an individual level and creative industry 
we're well aware of the massive impact that lockdown has had on that on all aspects of it how has that been for for you both for Castlehead High School for Glasgow School of Art and for the young people that you've been engaging with um so obviously we've all had to adapt to a new normal and I must say I was really really glad to be able to get back into school in August and get you know some form of normality although obviously having to teach from a distance wearing the mask you know it does take a lot of getting used to but it was nice to just get back in the building and do do what we do um but obviously um during kind of lockdown we tried to do as much as we could online so we took creative creativity week online we used our instagram which is something that we really use a lot it's um the kind of uh, address for that is at castlehead underscore creates and we used that to kind of highlight the key creativity skills through doing quizzes and tasks and getting the pupils to engage not just with their normal lessons but some kind of additional kind of things going on um, so also we had kind of um, a whole school was aware of the pupils kind of health and well-being during this pandemic and I noticed myself worldwide you know people do turn to creativity to get through things like lockdown whether it be they were painting their rainbows they were making their banana bread they're creating quizzes or learning new hobbies you know it's a really key thing to get people through it just gives them a wee bit of kind of um, a, wee, a wee release a wee kind of escapism kind of thing. So the whole school actually organised a virtual field trip using the um, Instagrams. Nearly every department in the school now has one. And we went on a virtual field trip to Berlin. And we had things like the language department teaching the pupils um, different German words of the day. We had English and history telling interesting facts and things. Obviously, as an art department, we went with the kind of street art aspect. And PE looked at kind of Olympic heroes. And it was really good to see the whole school kind of coming together with a common kind of theme and using obviously the online platform to do that. We also took part in the Renfrewshire Fun Palaces initiative where they had a kind of creativity map going on. And our uh, creative industries pupils had been doing weaving and finger knitting and these kind of skills. And they got their uh, pins tagged on this map that um, they had organised, which was really nice to see. And it was really nice to see what other creative things were going on, obviously during lockdown through Renfrewshire. Glasgow School of Art were actually great as well with providing the pupils with online briefs and things that they could do. And they were aware that, you know, not our pu- not all pupils have access to all the materials and things at home that they might get in school. So it was a bit Blue Peter style kind of finding things and, you know, making things out of rubbish and stuff that they could turn into some really nice work for their portfolios. Um, this uh, GSE also had run previously really successful portfolio classes at Castlehead that we were able to invite uh, pupils from other Renfrewshire high schools along to as well. And the difference in the pupils' work from attending these was fantastic. As an art teacher, I could really see their skills had really taken off from this. And um, during lockdown again, GSA were amazing at taking this online. And they sent each pupil that was taking part a box of the materials and all the kind of stuff that they would need. So that was a really, really positive thing. It was great. I mean, yeah, you know, we've had to... Um, turn around into a kind of a digital way that we'd never really expected to as an art school and it was quite a steep learning curve for us Um, but one thing that we were quite clear about was that this wasn't just for our own students we needed to extend this out to the students that we would normally work with as I say in schools um, across the west coast of Scotland Um, and so we we did we were able to move all our um, delivery online and that's not the natural medium really for um, 
developing creative skills, drawing skills, painting skills, etc. in kind of two and three dimensions. However, we've been really, really, really surprised at how well the, the young people themselves have adapted. And I think that you know, it's been, as I say, a very steep learning curve for us. But actually, you know, what we're trying to engage the young people with was for them to develop their own friendship groups and their own communities of practice. Some people can feel isolated because they may be, you know, one of the only people in their family or high school that's interested in art and design subjects. And so having that online platform, um, they were able to kind of show their work, develop their skills each week, um, but also to develop that friendship group and that community of practice that they can continue to engage with through online platforms like Instagram, Facebook, etc. Um, as they are um, beginning to you know, complete work for their folios going into um, exams or assessments, etc. So it has a kind of wider benefit in terms of their, their teaching and learning as well. I think it sounds that, you know, all of all of us have had to move our things online very quickly and it's been a challenge, but it's so great to hear of the, these things being done so innovatively. That the field trip to Berlin, that sounds incredible. And think of all the things that we've seen online over these recent months. That sounds like such a great idea and making the provision, of the you know, for the GSA making the provision to get those materials and equipment out to people and to keep them engaged and to be mindful of, you know, the, the potential isolation um, that, that someone might feel at the beginning of a, a creative journey like that. It's wonderful that even in the struggle to legitimise the access in an online platform that it's still been so personal. And it, it, it just, again, for me, just in, in hearing you both speak, underscores how strong this partnership really is. I, I'm glad that comes through because it is something that both sides are, are, are very, very committed to. And as I said in the beginning, it was something that, you know, we didn't want this to be a, a parachute exercise where we'd jump in, do something and jump out again. Um, we were only both going to be in it if it was for the long haul. And we'd spoken about it being kind of a 10 year initiative in the first stages. And, you know, there have been some roadblocks along the way. GSA had a, a major fire, which curtailed some of the things that we had planned to do. COVID has curtailed some of the things. And we've had to kind of think about it uh, differently. But at every meeting, there's always been, there's still a commitment. We still want to do this. We're maybe not exactly where we wanted to be within this. However, we're still committed to the young people. We're still committed to driving it forward. And as long as that commitment's still there, then I think... Um, you know, we will catch up, we will take it forward and it will get to where we wanted it to be. Yeah, I think as Shona said, like the fact that the first phase of this project is 10 years, that's an unusual commitment, you know, this day and age, like 10 years is a long time and it means we'll really be able to kind of chart the impact that it has on the pupils. We can follow, you know, the first years, see the kind of things that they then go on to do after leaving school. So the partnership kind of progress can really be monitored over time. And I think the key thing as well to note about our partnership and from both points of view, it's not about getting everyone to go to art school. That's not the case at all. Or even getting a job in the creative sector. It's about developing creative, confident and curious young people that can thrive like whatever path they decide to go on. 
um, in all industries really, as Shona said, you know, rely upon the creativity of their employees to create new products to uh, and services, problem solve, ever-changing challenges and innovate for the future. As we kind of see during this pandemic, things people need to adapt and obviously creativity is a great skill to have and being able to adapt to anything really. Yes, and a great example of why culture is so important when we see this um, really hyper-local perspectives that have come to the fore during lockdown and culture you're right Gemma as you say people use that as a, a way to navigate difficult periods they use it to you know to escape or, or whatever it might be and that comes down to this access to culture and yes it, it's not that these things should inspire someone to go on to study this at, a, at further education but just that culture is significant in all of our lives and how it might influence uh, we might go into another career path and the, the skills that we develop that would benefit us there. Now, the, the, obviously, Gemma, you know very well the, the creative abilities of the young people in Renfrewshire and Shona now that you've, you've been spending time with the people of Castlehead High and, and others in the area. How, how, does it, how does it seem that the creativity of young people has been impacted by COVID? Are there things that, obviously, things have, have had to stop? For the time being, are there things that have maybe arisen during this period that you look forward to even more than you did previously? I think because we have had to think of new ways of working, um, what uh, it, it's occurred to us is that what we're doing just now is not just a one-off. We are developing some things here that we don't want to lose as well. Um, you know, we have people. Um, we run a, a folio course for specifically for architects, so it will be S five and S six pupils. Now, normally that's people from from Glasgow that can attend that. We have somebody this year from the states, two people from Spain who are attending that. They're getting up at five o'clock on a Saturday morning in order to attend the class that we're running in Glasgow with for for Glasgow students. Now, that's not something we'd anticipated. Um, but that's a kind of a benefit of it. And we're thinking, well, right, so how can we take some of that online learning and not throw it away next year? How can we capitalise on some of the really, really good things that we've been able to give access to and that it's allowed us to reach a wider audience? And how can we continue to reach a wider audience by doing some of these things online? Not everyone can come into the centre of Glasgow to attend an evening class or a summer school. And, you know, we have run stuff out at Castlehead. But, you know, there's pupils from Dumfries, there's people from, you know, um, the islands. How can we access them digitally and bring them together on a digital platform with um, pupils from Glasgow, from Paisley, um, and have a, a wider kind of learning experience there? So I think it's opened up some opportunities for us to continue to do things differently and not just to assume that because this is the way we've always done it, we'll continue to do it. So it's made us rethink how we can do things in the future and make things even more accessible through digital um, inclusion and bringing people together on this kind of interface so it it opens up opportunities as well as other things being closed in on lockdown 
Yeah, I think as a teacher, it's really opened my eyes to the resilience of the pupils, like, you know, going through this. Um, obviously, the, with the way it works, being back at school, if they're identified as a close contact, they've got to take the two weeks off, even if they have no symptoms. But the way that they are, you know, they just get on with it. They're emailing me, asking for extra work, you know, they're getting it all done. They're, they're just really adapting. And I suppose a positive we can take from it is, is the skills that they're able to now, you know, do virtual meetings and they use all these platforms that we'd never had to use before and you know they could come into use in future jobs you know they might have to set up a zoom meeting they might have to contact somebody through teams and now they're aware of how to do all this stuff which they hadn't been done before so i suppose we can take a positive from that and there, there, as we as we now uh i feel that we've been saying this for a while but as we as we look forward to hopefully regaining some uh, degree of normalcy in, in how we might interact and what this partnership will look like in the months that follow. What are the what are the things that you are, are, are most keen about as we move forward? To continue where we left off, um, you know, to, to open up the, the art school to as wide a community as possible. Um, we'd had all the S1, S2s in. Um, we hope that everyone has some kind of learning experience with GSA by the time they leave Castlehead. And I'm still fully committed to that. Um, I think as, uh, the, the CPD and widening out some of the, the learning and some of the priorities into other discipline areas um, in the school. Um, so how do we use creativity in science? How do we use creativity in languages? I think that's next on the agenda for us and really just starting where we'd been intending to and uh, quickening the pace of that again, catching up with ourselves. Yeah, absolutely. Bring on creativ- Creativity Week 2021. Let's go for that one. <laughs> this one didn't happen. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I, you know, I'm really excited by this. I, I, I read a bit about it and had spoken uh, spoken about it with uh, with you beforehand. But hearing how passionate you both are about this, the long term plans for this, the impact it's going to have on the young people in Castlehead High and wider within the young people in Renfrewshire. Um, as someone who lives in Renfrewshire, something I'm quite grateful for and really looking forward to seeing what comes of this for our young people. Brilliant, yeah, thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. I know that you're both uh, very busy, um, Gemma, particularly uh, eminently uh, busy, um, but very much appreciate you both taking the time to join us today. Thanks, Craig. Thanks for your time, Craig. Take care. Take care. Bye bye. Bye. Future Paisley Podcast was created by Renfrewshire Council and produced by the team at Erskine Arts. We'd like to thank Gemma Fraser and Shona Paul for being our guests on this episode.